You are listening to the Strictly Business Fantasy Football Podcast on Podbean. And we are coming to you live from the Burley Studios in Denver, Colorado. Busy. What's going on, homie? What up, buddy? Not much, man. Yeah. I, I see a big smile on your face today. Uh, I've been wearing this smile since Sunday. Yeah? Yeah. So so I guess you had a good week one. I had a great week one. <laughs> week one could not have gone better for me. How about you, John? I, I had a fairly solid week one. Okay. So a lot of you know this. McKeever and I are Notre Dame fans. And we have this thing where if Notre Dame does well and they play well on Saturday, we're going to have a good weekend. You know, he and I. Oh, now, we've kind of logged, you know, locked it in over the last few years where Notre Dame loses on Saturday. We're going 0-3, meaning our NFL team's going to lose and our fantasy team's going to lose. <laughs> well, it, somebody had to come out on top of this week. So, yeah, I have to say, and, and Jeff and I were facing each other this week. However, I think he feels really good that the Chicago Bears won. And the way they won... And certainly I feel great about the Giants. Can't get too high. It's only one week, guys. It's only one week. Um, but you got to love to see the guys playing for their new coach. Uh-huh. Love the, you know, the cojones on Dable going for two. and Wheelbarrows all over the league, right? You just feel good about your team and their chances this season. Are, are we a Super Bowl team? No, of course not. I'm not an idiot. Well, <laughs> depends who you ask. Um, but it feels good when you get a win in the way they won, you know. And all right, let me set the stage for you, John. Yeah, set it up. I go down in this place called Hofbrau uh-huh. on Sunday. First I've of all, I've heard of this spot. Okay. First of all, I was up at 4.45 in the morning. Couldn't sleep. Just That's what time I get up every day, so I'm on that clock. But I'm like a kid on Christmas morning. I can't wait to see what presents are under the damn tree. Of I'm just up. So yeah. I go to the gym to work off this like nervous energy that I have. I was there for like two hours, sweating it out. Come home, shower. I'm at the bar by 10.45 a.m. Because games here kick off at 11. The best part of my day is that the Broncos didn't play till Monday. So the bar that I go to is huge. TV's everywhere. Yeah. And throughout the day, you just hear like a roar from that corner and then, yeah, from that corner. And it's people watching whatever team they follow. Yeah. But there were very few Bronco fans in there because everyone was gearing up for Monday night. Mm-hmm. It was the energy in that building that day, especially being week one, it was off the charts. So if the Broncos are playing, does it get overrun with Bronco fans? A hundred percent. They have a drop screen in the back that's 17 feet in diameter, and they only show the Broncos back there. And I, then I gotta say that a building full of Broncos fans is fucking nauseating. Monday night it was fun. <laughs> so my, I'm there with my buddy who's a Bears fan. So I'm all into the Bears game early on. I'm checking the other games too. I got TVs everywhere. My mind is just going nuts. Having a blast. And, you know, obviously I was rooting for the Bears. Yeah. You know? And <clears throat> they secured that victory. Then the Giants game comes on. I got my LT jersey on. I'm 0-5 wearing this LT jersey, mind you. 0-5 for the Giants or 0-5? The Giants are 0-5 when I'm wearing the jersey. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay, real football shit. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, not fake fantasy stuff. <laughs> Real football. 0-5, wearing the jersey. I wore the jersey. And, you know, the game, we're down 13 nothing. I'm like, here we go again. You know, same old Giants. Then we put one on the board. You know, we have this comeback. And, you know, we tie the game. Or, excuse me, we go ahead on the two-point conversion. Now, the bar is packed. There's hundreds of people in this bar. And as I said, it's a huge place. I am the loudest motherfucker in the entire place. Okay. There's other good games on okay. at the same time. And of course I'm getting looks. I you think I care about that shit? Fuck no. Dude, I had a crew. So Dave came down. Yeah. Uh, another buddy of mine, Ben, they're both Broncos fans. My buddy uh, Ryan, who's a uh, Bears fan. Buddy Tony, who's a Raiders fan, and then two other Raiders fans. We all kind of were together. Oh, and, a big group. Yeah, yeah, and everybody was cheering for the Giants. Uh, everybody was on my side, so that was fun. But we had such a blast. And, yeah, of course I got the shitty and grin. I kicked the shit out of Jeff this week. You got to feel good about that, coming out 1-0. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a bunch of teams. There's six teams in our league that are scrambling right now. Scrambling. Scrambling. Then there's six teams that are feeling pretty good. Uh-huh. How do you feel about yourself and your team? I feel really good. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> I came in with a plan for the draft, and I was very surprised that it played out my way, especially in the first three rounds, where I came away with Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, and Pittman. How'd those guys do? I, If you add up their points using math, they had like 93 of them. It's science. Yeah, <laughs> I, when I made the trade, that's insane. When I made the trade with Rick, I just didn't feel like AJ Brown, AJ Brown would fall. Okay, you know, so I, I you were giving had, up. You were giving up AJ Brown when you did that deal. Is what you're saying? Yeah, when In I gave mind. up, absolutely. And I figured that I'd be. I I actually thought that I was going to be taking Justin Herbert at that point. Um, but yeah, things worked out the way they did, and I I couldn't be happier. So yeah. I I can see the smile. Absolutely. How do you <laughs> and, feel about your Patriots, though? Well, I, my Patriots, that's a whole other gross story that we'll get into, I'm sure. Okay. Um, they, yeah, they looked Ugly. terrible. Ugly. And, and it was funny because, you know, I was talking to Rich before the game, and he's like, yeah, I think the, I think the hoodie's going to show up today and really, you know, show who he is. And I was like, man, I don't know, dude. I've got I've I've had this doom and gloom feeling in the pit of my stomach since we drafted Mac Jones. Okay. Right? Like mm. I'm not the biggest Mac guy, right? Never was. So I was like, I don't know, man. I I think you're right. I think we're gonna see who the Patriots are today. And I think we did, and it was not. So you think it's McDaniels? What? Leaving? I it's been a steady collapse since Brady left. It's very obvious that he was the center of that organization. And so- let me ask you this. Yeah. Is it the Patriots offense that bad or is Miami's defense that good? Now the Miami defense is solid. Hell yeah. I mean a hundred percent. But the Is it a combination of the two? They are. Yeah. They, and and they are that bad on offense. They are that bad. And that's part of what catapulted Brady out the door was he had nothing around him supporting. And nothing's really changed. Mm-hmm. It's four different backs. It's, you know, a bunch of spread that's not working mac jones isn't getting protection right you know like it is maybe dante scarnecchia leaving is a big part of it you know he held that offensive line together when it was it could have been no name trash and he was coaching them to a 
success. So, yeah. Well, it's a litany of problems out in New England. As we say, overreaction Monday is the Monday after week one. Um, Certainly, people are calling for heads in, in New England. New England's not used to this, especially back in New England with all those bandwagon fans. Um, I think it's a combination of both. I think you're right. Miami's defense looked great. Yeah. Uh, New England didn't show much signs of anything all preseason. Uh, I remember Belichick saying, well, it was a preseason. No one shows anything in preseason. No, teams show stuff, meaning potential. Sure, but it's a different story when you're rolling out, you know, the Patriots that were winning Super Bowls and they had all the experience, and it was sticking around, and their talent was there. And all the beat writers, this you know, throughout said camp, said the same thing. Said the offense looks like trash. Yeah, the defense is beating up the offense yeah. every day. Yep. every day. I you look at both of my teams, the two leagues that I'm in, I don't have one Patriot. Uh, I, the only one I ever really believed in on this team is Jacoby Myers, and long as Max healthy, I mean Jacoby's going to get some targets and. The way my team is built, I just need 10 points. And if I get 10 points out of Jacoby, I'm good. Yeah, and you'll get that. Exactly. You know, I think we had eight and a half this week. That, that's it's a just, contribution I can deal with. It's just one of those teams I look at and I'm just... Yep. I'm limp. It's gross. <laughs> I'm just like, no, nah, I'm going to pass on this. It's gross. Yeah. And, and I've had this feeling in my stomach since Mac Jones. But we were at the draft watching the 2018 draft together. I was dead on my ass. I want Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. I want Lamar Jackson. I want Lamar Jackson. We took fucking Sony Michelle. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? You think this team looks a little bit different with Lamar Jackson? Uh, I would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar is Lamar is incredible. So yeah, enough uh, enough. Yeah, two year later GMing for me. Absolutely. Um, I, so another team. You know, I, just, oh, real go quick. Go ahead. I just have one thing I got to say about my matchup last week. Fuck you, Nikki. Pay me. Thank you. <laughs> and, and and he has paid me. Show so me knows. the money. No, Nikki's good for it. A hundred percent. We we knew that. That was a battle. We'll get into that in a minute. But yeah. another team uh, offense that I'm not touching right now. What you and got? a lot of people might be surprised by this. The Dallas Cowboys. Now. <laughs> I I think some people would have been surprised hearing you say that, which you did a week ago. Right. Right? But at this point, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to touch anything on that team. No, it's not like I said, oh, you know, Dak's going to get hurt or I was rooting for an injury. Of course, in real life, I don't want anybody to get hurt. But they didn't look good with Dak. They looked disorganized. Uh-huh. Dak was inaccurate, didn't play at all in the preseason. I, I think he did suit up. I, I can't remember. But he didn't play much. They just they didn't look right, and another team that didn't look right was Green Bay, but I think Green Bay just ran into a buzzsaw. That Minnesota team is legit. I if I could dance, I'd stand up and grin. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> they look legit, but back to Dallas real quick. Uh, now moving on with Cooper Rush, their backup quarterback. Offensive lines got issues. Um, I mean. They're in trouble. They're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Now they face the Cincinnati team this week. It's going to be interesting. Both teams 0-1. Cincinnati lost that barn burner against Cleveland, which was an incredible game to watch. They better be angry about that. Holy crap. Oh, absolutely. Um, that, that, was, that was a fun game to watch. But Cincinnati 
going to be, you know, fired up. They need to even off one and one. Dallas is going to fall to 0 and 2. And then the Giants walk into town. Or actually, they go to New York week three. So Dallas could easily be 0 and 3. Now, am I getting too high on my Giants? I don't think so. I think we can beat a Cooper Rush quarterback team, a Dallas team that didn't look good. And Tampa Bay should have put more points on the board. They stalled out in the red zone a couple times. They kicked, what, four field goals in the first half? Yeah, four. It was 12 to three? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Tampa Bay converts one, maybe two of those possessions. This is a huge blowout. Blowout. Complete blowout. Yep. Um, Just to circle back to a couple other teams that look great, the Bills. I mean, it feels like a month ago that they, they played the Rams. Yeah, that Thursday night game. Yeah. A week ago. Yeah, but... Holy shit, do they look good. Uh-huh. They look dialed in. Well, I, yeah. Their offense is clicking like week six, week no, seven. How about Patty Mahomes pulling it out and showing the league? He's another one. Don't allow a guy as talented as Pat Mahomes to have a chip on his shoulder. Because that's what it looked like. He's like, tell me I can't. Please, tell me I can't. Right? And boy, can he. Uh, yeah. I, I think everyone knew they would be good, that AFC West is jam-packed. But to come out and just roll, that game was not close. No. From, like, the first possession where they just drove down the field and uh, Kelsey scored. That was just a pummeling, absolute pummeling. The Cardinals are in trouble. The Cardinals, they're... They looked trash, and they were supposed to be able to keep up with that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they got some, you know, if you look at the statistics, yeah, okay, some of their guys scored points. Kyler kind of, he scored a little over 20. I know Ertz, he had a bunch of garbage time points. But when you look at when the game was an actual game, they couldn't do shit. They're, man. Now, again, you don't want to overreact. Maybe we're overreacting here because it's only one game. Maybe it was a bad matchup. Maybe sure it was schemes. I, the Kansas City offense just looks... That team and the Bills matchup, that will be fun. That will be fun. So, yeah, there's there's a lot. I mean, and then Philly's offense looked great. And then they let Detroit back in that game. They were blowing the roof off the dome. And Detroit came running back. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, football's back, guys. I know. Football's back. And that's another thing that I'm excited about is because, you know, we look forward to Sunday all week. Week one is like the biggest week because you're like you want to know. Yeah, we've did been I waiting hit? for so long, yeah. right? Yeah. Did I hit on these draft picks? I'll tell you what. One week ago, twelve people were happy with their team, and right now, right, everyone loved their team a week ago. Yep. Monday, get through your Monday. You got Monday night football. Tuesday, you're focused on waivers, maybe some trades. Wednesday, you and I do the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then it's Thursday, football. Again, it's like, that's that's great time of year. Yeah. And, yeah, you ask me why I'm happy. Fuck yeah, I'm happy because nothing better. Nothing better. Awesome. So. Well, now that we know why Busy's got a smile on his face, <laughs> let's, uh, let's go to that week one recap, man. All right, let's do it. So right. uh, let's start off with the game of the week. You want to start there? Yeah. All right, because it wasn't much of a game. No. But but it was the game of the week, the- allegedly. <laughs> It definitely was yeah, the game that, of the week. I mean, we we highlighted it because it was the number one, number two overall pick. Yes. I know 
you had that trade with Ricky, but no, 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 no. still, uh, it was yep. the one versus two. Yep. Um, God did, Patrick did, 183.25 to birthday cupcakes, 114.18. Um, now, break this down, John. I'll start with the fact that Rick had, what, 40 points after Thursday night? Uh, he, he got off to a great start. Two best players. Yep. Played on two Thursday best players night. did their thing, put up 75 points, had to have them feeling pretty confident going into the weekend, right? Well, 65 between yeah. those two. Yep. But he had six. So, you're right. He had 65 points between. And then what happened to the rest of his team? His day started out stellar, right? Elijah Mitchell, knee injury. Mm-hmm. We, we know. You know, it's a San Francisco running back. They're just going to churn him into sausage and get him out, right? Two months. So. Eli, gone, right? Kamara, almost nowhere to be seen, mm-hmm. you know? We, we were hoping for more. It turns out he's a little banged up. Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand. Devonta Smith got a fucking goose egg. A goose egg. Yeah, I think he had two targets in the entire game. One was a drop. He dropped a ball. but All right, got, Goddard was solid. But then lock it. Damian Pierce. How about Damian? Dude, Woo. what is going on in Houston? Isn't that crazy? Now Rex Burkhead is like the champ again. We, you what mean sexy Rexy. <laughs> Whatever you want to call him. I don't know who old, Rex Burkhead is. Old, I know sexy Rexy. Oh, old dirty bastard. Whatever. <laughs> Was he like 36? Hey, I don't I don't care. I, I give him credit, man. I don't know how he's doing it, but he he stole the show. I mean, he led in snaps. He led by a lot in touches. Yeah. Is I mean, is that just game plan or scheme? Because that yeah. indie game was nuts too. A rookie's got to earn his stripes, man. But you know what confuses me? It, the Marlon Mack dropping and then, you know, re-signing to the practice squad. That confuses me because if yeah. Pierce wasn't ready, you would think that they would still be rolling with Mack. But that makes me feel like Burkhead's got some ground to stand on. Yeah, maybe something happened behind closed doors that we don't, you know, the public doesn't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't see it cuz when you look at the tape there's no question who their best running back is. Sure. I mean, yeah, young legs. Yeah. Yeah, he just he has the look. Uh-huh. I mean, even the way he sets up blocks and you know, he's he's a good back. And you're going with steady Rexy. Sexy. Sexy Rexy. Steady, sexy Rexy. <laughs> good lord. But yeah, uh Ricky's team just yeah, fell off a cliff. Yeah. Um, Justin Tucker, yo, though, oh, yeah. solid. Six points out of his 11th round pick. Six points. Kicker. Yeah, six points, 11th round. You definitely can't find that kind of action on the waiver wire. <laughs> oh, no, you can't. You can't. And then you look at RJ's team, his two studs showed up. Almost 80 points out of two guys. Right. Huge. And the Dolphins D that we talked about earlier. Great yep. day. Yep. And then just... Solid the rest of the way down mm-hmm. his lineup. Yeah, Michael Carter Ten, had a good game, like, like eight to twelve points everywhere else. Yeah, and if and if your studs play like studs, you get a defensive performance like that. Yep. Everyone else does, chips in. You're, you're you're gonna win nine out of ten weeks. Fantastic, and great that, great week, RJ. And that's how he dropped one eighty three. He's the highest scorer for the week yep. in the league. Absolutely, a huge uh-huh. week. Absolute huge week. I mean, yep. even if Ricky's team did perform at a Average level, I don't think he was scoring 183 this week. I don't. Even after Allen and Cup. <clears throat> That's just my opinion. But right. RJ's 1-0. Ricky falls to 0-1. 
All right, where are we going next? Uh, let's just knock out Nick and mine. Finish our division. <clears throat> okay, let's do it. All right. Well, Mr. So you- Mr. Confidence, that's going to be his team ne- name next year, Mr. Confidence. <laughs> uh, Mr. Confidence came out and just blasted me after the fucking podcast last week, dude. Did he? Did you not hear? I mean, he was fired up just talking shit and, like, wanting wanting to bet me he was going to win the week. And, like, man, the, the podcast fired him up. <clears throat> right? Mm-hmm. So we agree to a bet after I poke and prod a little bit. You know, I didn't realize I was getting that kind of reaction out of him, so I had a little fun with it. What? Now, uh, hold on. Wasn't part of the bet that Robbie Anderson had to be in there? Oh, I, I desperately wanted him to play Robbie Anderson. So I was just, anything I could do to challenge him to put him in the lineup is what I was doing. So, and I'm glad he didn't fall into that trap. That's what I'm, I mean, I'm trying to count with my fingers here. Yeah. Uh, 155.46. I need an abacus. Uh-huh. 143.56. Uh-huh. So, if you take away 11.9 points, you beat him. Yes. So, I wonder you, who he would have started Robbie Anderson over. Because Robbie Anderson, 23.7 points. Robbie Anderson, I think, was 100% in over Mike Davis. And Mike Davis scored one point. Yeah. You, do you think those 20-something points would have made a difference? I need a calculator. Okay. But I want to think, yeah, it might have flipped things into his favor. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, Nick. So, um, yeah, so you had a good week. 155 Mr. should get you a win. Mr. Confidence came in, and Justin Herbert played like Justin Herbert, put up almost 30. DeAndre Swift was a man. A man, mm-hmm. and goddamn, I did reach out to Nick and tried to trade for him before the season because I, I I like DeAndre a lot. Man. I love DeAndre Swift's talent, but he's he's the running back between the twenties. We saw who's going to get the goal line work, and, sure. it, and it's not him. Okay, he could have had he could without the goal line work, he still put up thirty points. I know he could have had two more touchdowns. Tech, you know, like that's wow, two they, more. They love Jamal Williams on the fight in Dan Campbell's. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yes, they do. And it shows. And it shows. I mean, hey, take nothing away from 30 points out of Swift. Um, right. You like Jahan Dotson? Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fucking four targets and two touchdowns. That guy can lick the bottom side of my balls. How about Carson Wentz going for 350? Did, did, did Jahan Dotson just have the best game of his career? No. No? I'm a Jahan Dotson fan. Okay. No. Now... He's not going to score two touchdowns every week. Oh, of on course. Four, yeah, on he he was a touchdown specialist in college, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He scored a lot of them? I think so. Yeah. I don't know his stats, but I know he went to Penn State, and he played a, you know, they play a killer schedule, huh. and he was their clear number one. Yeah, fuck that guy. <clears throat> <laughs> I can tell you he's talented. It's just the Carson Wentz thing going off. That That's a head-scratcher. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, you got to... He got some solid points out of the Ravens D, who blew out the the Jets. I watched most of that game yeah. for obvious reasons. I must have caught a stat correction somewhere because I got uh, three points out of the New Orleans Saints defense. Oh yeah, look at that. We were just talking about that. I know. I thought it was a goose egg. Mm-hmm. So did I. Maybe it was a yardage. Yeah, yeah. something. Could yeah. be. Oh well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, looking at your team, uh, there's there's some clear studs that. Played like studs. A.J. Brown, Pittman, Jefferson. Yeah. Okay. What happened to Mike Williams? 
I have no idea. When I heard Keenan was out, too, I was like, oh, my boy is going to eat. So, yeah. Because Keenan came out, and it seemed like every throw was going to Keenan. Yep. Then, then he comes up lame with the hammy. Um, and so he goes off, and I'm like, okay, now it's the Mike Williams show. And then no He was other, nowhere to be found. No other wide receiver had more than four catches. Yeah. No one. Yeah, it, it, was just, it, was just it was just a strange game. Targets, targets. It was a strange game. Second yeah. half, they were up two scores for majority of the second half, and then the Raiders made a comeback. But you know, it just it was strange, strange usage. Yeah. Um, are you selling on Trey Lance right now? Am I selling Trey yeah. Lance? Yeah. Fuck no, I'm not selling Trey Lance. I'm at least gonna watch the dude play in some reasonable <laughs> weather. No, I agree. You can't... And and just for the record, I'm not making any comparison to this, okay, long term. But this dude in a fucking monsoon had two points less than Tom Brady. Fuck all of you. Yeah, fair. Numbers don't lie. So... And, and we bought, you know, Trey Lance is definitely someone who everybody involved in Trey Lance and fantasy knows he's a much better fantasy asset. Or has the potential to be a much better fantasy asset than really a real NFL quarterback. Yeah, I even, get that. Even Fields, I don't think, played great, but Fields made plays to win the game, and Trey Lance didn't. Sure. That's, that was the biggest difference. Um, that game was nuts, too, man, with the rain coming down and every step. There's a huge puddle. It was just craziness. Yeah. Week one this year was nuts. Uh, it's just craziness. Craziness with injuries, close games. How many games went to overtime? Two? Two of the early games for sure. Two of the early games for sure. One ended in a tie. And then you had the Steelers and the Bengals each missed field goals in overtime to win the game. Then the Steelers eventually win it. Fuck kickers. I mean, nuts. How many field goals were missed in week one? Uh, Crazy. If your game changed this week because of a kicker, I would like to hear your story so I can share it next week on the podcast. So kick anybody in the audience listening, all 10 of you, if a kicker costs you your week, let's hear about it so that we can bitch about it and get rid of these fucking idiots. Kickers are useless in fantasy. Useless. That's it. They're useless. McKeever was the voice of reason at the fucking meeting until he he started talking about kickers should stay. Fuck you, McKeever. No kickers. (laughs) That's great. That's great. I couldn't agree more. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, so uh, you're one and zero, John. That's got to feel good. It does feel good, but I was two and zero last year, and you saw how that ended. So I'm not feeling great until the middle of the season, where I'm still feeling if I'm still doing this. Okay, you know, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. If you have, if you haven't just destroyed the studio by then, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> um, let's move on to goats and hoes versus the crypto godzillionaires. Yep. So this one was close. Yeah, <clears throat> and. Flipper took it. Goats and hoes, 138.4 to 125.7. Carl just came up short here. Um, Mm -hmm. When was the last time Phil won his first game? I've been in the league six years, and I'm going to be honest, I don't remember Phil ever winning week one. Wow. Yeah, I know it's been a while. And I know my memory is not the one we should be counting on (laughs) for lots of things here. No, for sure. (laughs) No, I... I just remember Phil always starting 0 and 1. Right. You know, since Peyton Manning's played. Like, it's been a while. So, congratulations, Phil. You had a great draft that showed up on week one. 
or during week one. I do have a few questions. Okay. We'll get to them after we recap the game, though. I'm sorry. That was rude of me to interrupt. You're not interrupting. This is your show. <laughs> if you want to talk. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. So, Phil, let's talk. Um, you, you called me and talked a lot of shit last night. And I, I just want to know how you're feeling about Aaron Jones, you know, with that little A.J. Dillon back there. Just curious how that makes you feel. Does that make you sleep good at night? Or how about, you know, that that freight train Derrick Henry that we see, right? How good did it make you feel watching your boys knock him around like a little bitch because he's not the same guy he was two years ago? How, how, does, how does that feel, Phil? Oh. You know you feel that at night, right? You, you do got Big Lenny. You do got Big Lenny, so there's that, right? And, 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 and you're welcome for not accepting the trade that you offered last night because I'm, I'm looking out for you, bro. But you've got Antonio Gibson, whose shelf life is about, what, three more weeks? Does that about sound about right, Busy? Uh, yeah. So if you go to the grocery store, and you buy some fruit uh-huh. and you just leave it on the counter. How long does, you know, some grapes last? A couple weeks? Yeah, and I'll tell you what. In Colorado, it's even worse. Okay. Like, fruit just does not last here, man. You buy fucking bananas, they're brown in three days. So Antonio Gibson is a bundle of green grapes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A couple weeks, and he's, you got to throw them out. And this, mother, and this motherfucker's going to sit on them until they're wine. Is it a bundle of grapes? Bushel? I have no idea. Bunch? I buy them by the bag. Yeah. <laughs> I never look. Yeah. I'm a grab-and-go type guy. All right. So, uh, yeah. Back, and, and back to the... Yeah. Fuck, please. Fuck you. <laughs> so, Phil Phil got a, a decent performance out of Russell Wilson. Uh, twenty Almost 25 points. But he got a better performance out of Russell Wilson than the Bronco fans feel like they got out of Russ. Oh, man. So, Ooh. as I mentioned, I was there Monday night. The place is packed in neon orange. I wore a white shirt, so I was neutral. <laughs> I was neutral. But deep down inside, I was rooting for Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Smart of you not to wear it there, busy. Yeah. Smart of you yeah. not to wear it there. And so, of course, the place is packed, and everyone's just yoked because Russell Wilson is king, and he's going to save the day. The time management at the end, well, the whole game, the two fumbles inside the four yard line, you know, just why they will, uh, was it Will Disley when he caught that touchdown? And we all listen to the fantasy footballers, right? Sure. There is nothing that warms my heart more than a Will Disley touchdown because I know we're getting the yeehaw dance party <laughs> on fantasy footballers. I love it. But Geno's almost sacked on that play. And then yep. he, he, he escapes that, steps yep. up in the pocket, and there's nobody. And I mean nobody on that side of the field. Even Disley, after he caught it and turned around, was like, holy fuck. I'm it's just me sh- and the goal line. I'm pretty sure I saw a tweet that said there was not a defender within, like, 12 yards of him. Where yeah. they do that graphic with all the players in circles, you know. And sure. There was no one within 12 yards of Disley when he caught that pass. I believe it, because watching on TV... You see him catch the ball, and then they pan in and focus on him. But when he caught the ball, all it was was green grass or artificial turf, whatever it is. And he turns and he scores. There's some major, major breakdowns. And then the end of the game, the coaching errors of, you know, time management, even some of their play calls. You know, you have Russell Wilson, man. Yeah. And you've got Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, like, throw the damn ball. Baffled, dude. 
you know, um, Javante Williams had 11 catches on 13 targets. So they're just dumping the ball. But a key fucking fumble at the goal line. Him yeah. and Gordon. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's some physical errors. There's some mental errors. Denver's a good team. They'll clean it up. But yeah. it's just it, that yeah. also the helps co- with The my... coaching at the very end was rookie, too. Yes, absolutely. Not calling timeouts. But that just adds to the smile on my face that I have for week one because all local radio is just all in on Denver Super Bowl and to lose that game against an inferior team. Granted, they're on the road. It's a difficult atmosphere. But, man, they they lost that game more than Seattle won that game. Absolutely. And, uh, Carl, Matt Stafford cost you the week. You know it. Yeah, he didn't. Ha- he didn't look good. Fat face. He made some good throws, but overall, he looked off. You could tell that he has his elbow, right? No, no, I don't think it was the injury. I, th- I just think it was reps, live reps. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, anyone that's played sports, you can practice, you can do a scrimmage, but when it means something, it's a completely different rep, live reps. Um, and I just, it, he'll he'll be okay. It, he just had a bad week, and he won't be playing a Buffalo defense every week. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, so. Simple Dave's Buck Buck Futters. Futters. Say it with me. Thank you, Buck John. Buck Futters. Futters against Statement Season. So Norm comes out the gate swinging, 1-0. and uh, Dave didn't even reach 100, so his team flopped yeah. big time. Was he low scorer of the week? Um, yes, barely. We'll get to that oh, next. Wow. Barely. So John, or excuse me, Dave had 91.02. Uh, Jalen Hurts had a great game, uh, 90 yards on the ground, rushing touchdown, no passing touchdowns, which is crazy. I know, but when one they score, going to go to my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Get off his dick, man. Uh, A.J. Brown fan club, yeah. number one fan right here. Uh-huh. Uh, Eckler didn't do much. Williams would have had a good week had he not fumbled and scored that touchdown. That would have been a big difference. Allen Robinson, one for 12. Bro. What is going on? I don't know. Let me ask you a question. If you had Allen Robinson, are you trading him this week while he still has some perceived value? Or are you rolling the dice on him another week? Because if he has another week of, let's call it, two for 37, right? And he comes away next week with 4.7 points. His value is non-existent. So he's gone. Yeah. We're, we're talking Cam Akers bad. Yeah. He's a very volatile stock option right now. Yeah. Where he could explode this weekend and now all of a sudden he's wide receiver two the rest right. of the year. That's the view on him. Or, like you said, he has another dud after week two and he's almost untradeable because of where you drafted him, you kind of have to sit on him and ride it out. You almost have to. Stafford going through Reed. <laughs> Brutal. That, Brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> I think right now, if you were to trade him, you're trading him completely on potential. Naturally, the Sharks are s- circling, and they're all going to try to buy low on Allen Robinson. I know Dave's smarter than that. He'll get some value for him. But this, if he has another dud, yeah, this is the last uh, week for a the while. Last week, yeah. For a while. 
that you can get value. Well, it, until he shows something like significant, but mm-hmm. like we, if he has a four four point seven point game, he's not going to retain Allen Robinson value until he's had a twenty five point game. He could string together a couple of elevens, and no one's going to give a shit. True. Right. Yeah. Like this is the week. But like, if you have Allen Robinson, are you holding or are you selling? I would sell. You would sell. Yeah. I'm the type that like I like, I'd rather get something than nothing. Right. I mean, you know, I have a guy like Kadarius Tony. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Not not the same category as Allen Robinson, but a hyped up guy. And you're fortunate enough to be in a Giants league. True. Where somebody will like him. Either. True. True. But what's scary is at least Allen Robinson was on the field. That's the scary part. People are coming at me for Kadarius Tony right now, and no, there's no value. They just want him because they're Giants fans. Excuse me. I, I'm not trading him for a bag of chips. I've drafted right. him where I drafted him. I'm still excited about him. Even if I got to sit on him for three, four more weeks, I'm not. No. I know the value of him because when he did touch the ball, he was electric. Just give him the damn ball, get him on the field. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't even want to get into it right now. I don't well, want to get agitated. Look, I'm having a good time. Well, all right. Well, let's just, <laughs> let's just skip the rest of the roster for Dave because basically right under Allen Robinson is another Allen Robinson, another Allen Robinson. Yeah. Another Allen Robinson, another Allen Robinson. They're all Allen Robinsons. This yeah. Week. Dave's got work to do this week. Yep. For sure. Yep. Um, speaking of the Giants, what'd you think of Saquon? Yeah, Norm, Norm. Norm snagged him. That was, at the draft, that was the reach of the draft. In the and, first round. And yeah. today, you have to stand up and applaud. Great mm-hmm. pick, Norm. Great pick. He was never going to make it back to you in the second round. Never. No. Right? He wasn't like, getting past me. And that's there, what I told Norm was, today. Right, and there was no place on earth that he was getting him in the second round. So no. he knew if he wanted Saquon, that was where he had to just say, fuck he all and take him. Made a pick. Made a pick, and God damn, mm-hmm. Saquon made him look good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Great pick, Norm. I mean, you take Saquon out of the lineup, Norm's got about 100 points. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. great pick. Great pick. So, yeah, let's just be clear. We're not saying Norm had a good draft. He right. had one good he pick. He made a great pick. <laughs> great pick. <laughs> I'm just pissed. I'm bitter on that one. Because, man, I saw it, too. You were, you were counting them beans, weren't you? I saw it, I saw it before the season. Yeah, I just did the look in his eye, a couple of interviews that he did. He appeared on I Am Athlete uh, with Brandon Marshall and uh, Fred Taylor. Matter of fact, Brandon Marshall wasn't in that one. Anyways, um, it was such a good interview. It was at the Giants facility. And, yeah, he – talk about another guy with a chip on his shoulder, you know. So I love seeing him ball out for obvious reasons, and then I'm a Giants fan. Hate that he's on another team. What are you going to do? Christian Kirk. He had a good week, uh-huh. over 100 yards receiving, ton yeah. of targets. They they said he's going to be the top targeted guy. So that was good to see that he came through. Kyle Pitts, what you read on that? I think it'll be there eventually. It has to be there eventually. I mean, the guy's got more talent than any tight end we've ever seen in our time, right? Yeah, absolutely. Not Tony Gonzalez. 74%. I heard this stat this morning, so don't think I'm a nerd. But I am. 74% of the routes he ran, he lined up in the slot or out wide as a wide receiver in week one. 74%. Yeah. He, I mean, do you call that a tight end? No. He's just he's a freak of yeah. nature. Right. So I, I can't help but think that that's going to pan yeah, out. Yeah. It, it was just a bad week yep. for whatever reason because that game kind of 
well, the second half, Atlanta slowed things down, and New Orleans was just coming back uh-huh. in a, like with a fury and ended up winning that game. So, hey, congrats, Norm. You had an okay draft, and you know, but you did make the pick of the draft. It was the okayest. Yeah, yeah, thumbs up emoji. Yeah. There you go. He's like that kid at the computer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's Norm's favorite player, so, you know, you oh, got to go get your guy. Absolutely. That had to make him happy. Yeah. Got to go get your guy. Absolutely. So, congrats. Norm is 1-0 one, one and oh on his statement season. All right. Cod season versus happy Houston happy endings. This was... Ugh. Was it a happy ending? No, there was no happy endings for Rich. I mean, for either team. You score 118 in this league. And you get a W. And you get a W. That You know what we call that, early that, season Ryan. Well, early birthday present. Happy birthday, by the way, Ryan. There you go. Yeah. Happy so, birthday, homie. But you're right, though, because Ryan historically starts very strong. Although 118 is not a strong start, 1-0 and on the record is. Let's zip through this one. Uh, we kind of touched on Arizona. Like I said, Kyler ended up with 25. Cook, he didn't score, but he still had 90 on the ground, 18 through the air, so over 100 total yards. Um, Devin Singletary, I thought, looked great. He just didn't get volume in that Thursday night game. Um, Juju had a decent day. Would have been better had he not lost that fumble. Uh, Judy, dude, how explosive was that play? Yeah. It the, was a great play. The touchdown. Absolutely. Yeah, great play. Fantastic. And he torched, you know, but... I don't know that that's enough to really separate him as the winner between him and Sutton yet. Oh, definitely not. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. I mean, you take that one play away and, and Sutton beat him. Day, right? yeah, yeah, Sutton beat him. Granted, he made the play. A hundred percent. He torched him. I mean, he was shot out of a cannon. So he caught the ball, breaks that one tackle, and then you think the safety's got the angle, and no. Just <laughs> gone. Shot out of a fucking cannon. Shows you how talented this kid could be. Kelsey is Kelsey. I mean, 100 and, and a receiving touchdown. Um, yeah, you got to get AJ, AJ Green and Josh Jacobs out of your starting lineup if you want to score more than 118. Uh-huh. That's just, you know, there's your birthday present. Um, Rich. Yeah. Back to the drawing board. Yeah, I, you know, this team has potential. I mean, the Debo game, that's just, you know, anybody that played for San Francisco or Chicago this week, it just, you almost have to just ball it up and throw it in the trash and just act like week two is week one. Right. You know, granted, there are statistics that came out of that game, but no one really should uh, judge the performance, like you and Trey Lance. You know, same with me and Cole Komet. Cole Komet had a zero. Yep. yep. And, you know, I still love Cole Komet. I, I don't care. I'm going to start him this week. I'm I'll not looking for him. a tight end. No way. No way. No, thank you. Let's see what these guys play, even in a light sprinkle. Okay? Not a damn monsoon. Cole Komet sucks. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> it's all I heard all week, so I figured I'd share a little Sure. Bit. Sure. But, you know, Rich got a <laughs> Rich, Rich had a tough week. Uh, Patterson, Patterson showed up. killed it. Yep. Patterson showed up. Um, but really, the rest of his team, you're just looking at it, no one scored over 13 points, which was the Browns' defense, other than Patterson. Chop it up to a bad week. Like you said, Brady, less than 12 points. That's yeah, not strange. Yeah, right. no. I mean, I hope it doesn't happen this week because I'm facing Rich. <laughs> All right, so Ryan 1-0, Rich is 0-1. We'll go to my game real quick. 
I mean, I kind of called my shot last week. You put me on the spot and said, are you going to beat Jeff? And I was confident in my team, and I did. Scored the second most points in the league, 159.82. To gaze my strength, 114.92. Um, you know, kind of took the win from Jeff's sales a little bit in that Chicago Bears win. Um, uh-huh. I love Jeff. I love him. He, he, he caved early on Sunday because most of my team played in the afternoon games. Yeah. And – Almost his whole team, I think, had already been gone, like done, except for the Broncos' defense on Monday night. The rest of his team had played after the 1 o'clock Eastern games. How hard was it for him watching Joe Burrow? Oh, we were texting the whole time. He goes, Burrow, INT, or pick six, and then dot, 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 already. And then it was like five minutes later, Burrow, pick number two. (laughs) like... Holy shit. And that game was on in the corner. Like I said, that played at the same time as Baltimore. And then it played at the same time as the uh, Bears uh, 49ers game. So I was more focused on those two, which the screens were right in front of me. But I was obviously watching the Pittsburgh Cincinnati because it had an effect on my team. My team as well. He's got Mixon and Burrow. I've got Najee. Anyhow, it was just that first half was nuts where literally there was just turnover after turnover. Right. And then you knew Cincinnati was going to come back and make it a game. But, you know, Joe Burrow showed up, and that gives promise going into week two. Now they're playing Dallas. I'm not too worried about the Cincinnati team. I, I think they just they got punched in the mouth. They battled back, had a chance to still win the game yeah. on a couple occasions. And that, just, that whole Steelers defensive team of dogs. I man. think they lost their long snapper. That's what it was. Cincinnati lost – so they're doing a backup long snapper. and Oh, to, for the field goals? For the field goals, yeah. So one of the field goal attempts that Money Mac missed, the laces were pointing towards the holder. Laces out. Yeah, yeah. So the laces were pointing, and I, I, I'm no expert, but my understanding is that certainly the laces have an effect in the the Listen, the you don't have to be a football flight expert. Of the you ball. just have to have seen Ace Ventura one time. <laughs> There you go, and I've seen it more than once. Lace is out. But so that you can't put that on the long snapper, but then there it was a high snap. He put it down. The laces are facing the holder, and the punt or the the kick just it was a shank. Yeah, and that's not like Money Mac. That I I don't put it on the kicker. There's a lot of pieces in place. We don't think about it as football fans how important the holder and the long snapper are, but just the you know, congruency between the two is so key in making field goals. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm proud of my team. You know, the Najee injury certainly is scary. Uh, they say as of Wednesday today that he is going to play in week two. Who knows? We already talked about the Comet zero. Yeah, I'm ecstatic about the A.J. Dillon's usage in a, in a negative game script. Um he he played well. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't talk about Kareem, but you're welcome for Hunt, too. Bateman? They, they kind of bounce. Never mind. <laughs> I love Rashad Bateman. Dude, Rashad Bateman's a beast. He had a drop, or he, he would have, like, another 40 yards on receiving. He had yeah. a drop, a big drop. Yo, he, that dude is going to ball out for you. I can't wait. Yep. I can't wait. Baltimore's passing attack looks a lot better than people thought. Uh-huh. A lot better. Even Mark Andrews, they had, they missed a couple shots. Lamar overthrew him on one. That that would have been like a nice little 30-yarder. I, I think he was running a flag route. Man, 
just overthrow them, you know. Yeah, that team's going to be fun. For obvious, yeah, for many reasons. Hell yeah. Um, McKeever, again, you know, Stefan Diggs is a beast. McKeever's got a good team. I know he just did a deal today. We're going to talk about that where he, he traded uh, DJ Moore. But McKeever's got a good team. His team's not going to score 114.92 every week. Correct. Yeah, th- I mean, there's no way that Burrow's going to have, what, four or five turnovers, turnovers every week. week. Right. And he no. still ended up with 23 points. Take two of those away, he's at 30 points. Come on. Right. And even if he's not, if he's on, he's over 35, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. yeah McKeever's team's a, a contender. Solid. Yeah. Joe Mixon, forget about it. How about that dude's usage? Everybody hates that guy, right? He's on the field for every play, man. And touching the ball like half the every, time. Yeah, every play. Yeah, he doesn't come off. So there it is, uh, the week one recap. What we're going to do now is do you want to roll into trades? Yeah, may as well. Let's go into trades. Let me get to that page. All right. So how do you feel about the league right now, John? Are we are we dead? Are we awake? What's... Dead as fuck, man. It's been a slow start to the season. Yeah. I think. I think everybody's still a little too proud of what they drafted right now, man. Like what? I don't know if it's proud. I don't know if it's being overly cautious. Um, you know, I woke up this more last night, and then this morning I just got in a trade mode. I'm just like, let's go. I gotta start, you know, firing some shots and see what sticks. I've been firing. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I and and you know like our league people communicate and they tell you hey this is how I feel about this guy or that guy or whatever and it's tough because they saw what I did last year where I got some early season rapes but they turned out to be rapes maybe not at the time but maybe a few but they were rapey at the time I definitely felt like I'd witnessed some things that would put me in court that the day. Derrick Henry deal was pretty rapey <laughs> so I think people are being more cautious and overanalyzing deals. I mean, I got an offer earlier. It was a little two-for-one, kind of like a flex play. I'm like, yeah, I'm just not really feeling that. Um, you know, people, like, I threw Norm a banger. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It would be a blockbuster for sure. We won't talk about it because he declined, and he told me he told me why, you know. And so the deal's kind of dead because I'm going after Saquon. I'll just put it out there. I went after Saquon, and I know I got the pieces to make it happen. Okay. It's just maybe not after week one when he puts 35 on the board. That's a little <laughs> tough. Um, but that that's the guy I want to complete, you know, complete a part of my team. Like, sure. I'm, I'm, you know, right now, I'm like chiseling away, creating my statue. That's what I'm doing with my roster. So, anyhow, other teams were on the move this week. Let's just start. Let's go chronologically from the most recent back. Okay. Um, you did a deal. Yep. Was that today? That was last night. Last night. Yep. Okay. All right. That so was the, the McKeever. Break this deal DJ down. Moore. Yeah, break this deal down for so us. So I, I sent over Big Mike Williams, Kareem Hunt, and Melvin Gordon, and got back DJ Moore and Travis Etienne. Okay. How'd you think Baker looked on Sunday? Like shit. He flashed. You know, they came yeah. back. He flashed. But that's how Baker is, man. He can look like shit for two, three quarters and, and have one have, quarter, right. you know. Um, I, I'm not as worried about it. You know, he they, they brought him in kind of late, you know, to the good system. Good point, good point. So I think he'll do more settling in as the season goes on. 
Um, of course, I was giving Nick the shit about fucking taking targets from Baker and went out and made that. But um, I I like DJ Moore. I like Travis Etienne. And yeah, I think overall this is a really good deal. You know, uh, you certainly sold high on Kareem Hunt, sold way low on Mike Williams, I guess, um, after that tough week one. Same with DJ Moore, though. You're basically trading two stud-wide receivers That's that didn't exactly put out right. week one. So you're... I mean, if I didn't get DJ Moore back in that deal, I could see you saying that I gave up a lot. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I really picked up somebody who's a couple steps below, but still is the same kind of guy. Yeah. Just a big wide receiver who didn't quite live up to week one potential and should have better weeks on the horizon. Yeah. Now, I I think it's a pretty good deal, and you got to, you know, just – have your feelings on, on certain guys. And, you know, Jeff turned one running back into two. So maybe that was the plan. And then swap stud-wide receivers. Yeah. The only other deal that went down was between Mr. Fingers and Statement Season where they, they swapped a one-for-one one Baltimore Ravens for Damian Harris. I don't even know how to look at this deal. Uh, just this is maybe Norm needed a D. So. Uh, Norm needed a D and Nikki needed Another running back? A body. (laughs) But another running back? I I don't know what to tell you, but yeah. I I think you could have got more for the Baltimore D. I told you. Hey, Nikki, I will give you DJ Chark and DJ Moore. You could get both DJs (laughs) and a deal out of me, man. We'll call it the DJ deal. It'll have a cute name. I know how you like things with cute names. What do you think? Well. Hit me up, dude. Yeah. You're just (laughs) throwing it out there. But yeah, I told you I'm I'm off anything New England. So I just I don't see it. And I think the Ravens D played well. They did lose uh Fuller starting cornerback. He blew out his ACL. I saw the play, it was pretty ugly. Um, you know, that's a tough loss. Baltimore, man, they just they're cursed. If you play running back or corner or defensive back for the Ravens, man, watch your knees. Yeah, right? <laughs> watch your knees. Jesus. Or the, yeah, the Niners or Ravens, you said? No, just Baltimore. If you play cornerback oh, like, or yeah. defensive back or running back, just for Baltimore, watch your knees. Almost that put San Francisco cursed. in that same category, especially them running backs, man. They churn through those Yeah, they're, guys. they're a factory. Not yeah. that they produce them. They just right, spit they just them out. Hurt them. Yeah. <laughs> and they just hurt them. Yeah. And box them up and send them out. Um, and, I mean, I, I, I love this league, but I am a little disappointed that we're doing this podcast and only are talking about two trades in a week because the last trade happened while we were on the air. Right. And we talked about that, which was the uh, the RJ and Nikki deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think it's going to pick up. Like I said, I think people are tentative because, you know, like I said, Norm made the joke that I have a blueprint and, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's not a blueprint. I just pick and you know, pick good spots when the try to grab people. And it's not always buying low. It's, you know, I'll pay for stuff too, but getting the guy that's then going to live up to his potential or maybe exceed the guys that get the bounces and don't get hurt. Yeah. But there is a little bit, I mean, this is a skill game. I fully accept that. Mm -hmm. There is definitely luck involved in it too. hundred percent. So 100% because any given Sunday, anybody could get hurt on any play. Right. And now you're scrambling. So, yeah. So to put together a championship, you can have the blueprint all you want, but you got to get some bounces going your way. You got to have a little streaky. You got to have games where you put up 118 and catch a win. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's that's complete luck of the draw. Because um, going back to that. What would Ryan, would Ryan have beat Dave? um, 
Let's see. Ryan would have beaten one, two, three, four teams. So he had yeah. – would that be? That would be the eighth, eighth best. Yeah. Yep. There's there's a couple floppers out there. But 118 shouldn't win shouldn't win in this league. Right. But you but again, the whole point is you got to have some Luck. of those breaks go your way if you want to win a championship. Absolutely. Right. Like tell me you didn't sneak out one or two while you were on your run. Yeah, I also had some things go against me too. I had Russ break his finger, I had uh-huh. Derrick Henry go down, uh-huh. and you know, things I had to manage around. Yep. But yeah, I had some things fall into my favor. Hundred uh, percent. Rashad Penny. Yep. I scooped him on the waiver wire late in the year, and he was a top five back the rest of the way. As soon as I plugged him in. You still haven't taken me to dinner for talking you out of that fucking Jonathan Taylor trade. Yeah, you know what we'll do? We brought it up last time. We'll hit Rodizio on me. My dog. All right, let's do it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what about pickups? This yeah. Week? So waiver wire. This is the first. You know, I. First week where we're using our fab budget. Um, the first guy off the board, this is, again, just going based off the transaction. It's not who paid the most, but Curtis Samuel got picked up by Carl and the Crypto Godzillionaires for 111 fake bucks. That's more than 50% of our budget. Curtis Samuel looked good. He's an you know, integral part of their offense. They got him some rushes. Some people are even saying that, you know, Curtis Samuel could be like Debo for Washington. Debo light. Yeah. Could be. I mean, he has the same skill set. Yeah. He's not as big, but he's got the same skill set. And he does the same thing. He runs and shit. He just, you know, let's let's hope his groin holds up. You know, so good for Carl. Just go in. Yeah. Go get in and guy. get the guy. I mean, he look, he's a starter in this league. 100%. Absolutely. And, you know? and Carl, we all know Carl's a big wide receiver guy. He likes building his team around those wide receivers. So if you tell Carl, hey, Carl, you could get 75% of Debo for 75% of your fake bucks, he's going to do it. Yeah. The only the only caveat is that this year we have one less bench spot, so there's going to be a lot more activity on the waiver wire every week. Sure, there's always a lot of activity, but I think there's going to be even more. Um, the next guy is Kyle Phillips. I picked him up for thirty one fake bucks. Um, Good pickup. Thank you, thank you. So Kyle Phillips, he didn't play the whole game. He's a slot receiver, um, rookie out of UCLA. Um, just breaking ankles in camp and every time they threw him the ball against the giants the dude was open and he was command yeah he's commanding targets he's getting open he's he so per route run he had a 47 percent i'll repeat this are you listening yes per route run he had or for the amount of routes that he ran he had a 47 percent target share which was the highest in the NFL uh-huh. this weekend, uh-huh. you put run more. There, you use them. Yeah. Run more routes, buddy. <laughs> run more <laughs> routes. So yeah, I thought you know there's some upside. Go spend 31 bucks on them. So I snagged them. Um, no one else put in over. I think it was 16 or 14. Nikki put in. Yeah. Um, next is the Minnesota Vikings defense. RJ spent 55 fake bucks on Minnesota's D. I thought that was a really good pickup. Yeah, great pickup. And again, fits in RJ's mo. Spend big bucks on spend big big fab bucks on a good defense. Week one. Week one. Yep. Two years in a row. Uh-huh. Keep them coming. But this this defense looks more legitimate, I think, than the Arizona defense last year. 
All right, Donovan Peoples-Jones goes to Houston Happy Endings. 33 fake bucks. Feelings on this one? I mean, I don't love the Cleveland passing game, but if you're going to go with one, you may as well go with the one that got 12 targets or 11 targets. Yeah. Their passing game looked like shit. Yeah. For reasons we've discussed. Exactly. What are you going to do? Jeff Wilson. That's that surprised me. 139 fake bucks. Ricky emptied what? What's the percentage? 70%. 70%? Just under. Yeah. yeah. And it's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee that uh he's going to be the number 1 all year. He's a, you know, older back. But Ricky had to replace literally the hole from Elijah Mitchell. So Yeah, but you could also trade you know, there's a lot of teams that have four running backs. I have four running backs that you can you can start in your your roster. Right. You know, there's other teams that have four running backs. I know Phil does. Four, Phil's got four better running backs than I do, collectively. Sure. So, make a move. You got Cooper Cup. You can get the world for him right now. I don't know. I would trade for Cooper. Ricky's Cup. got work to do. I like him. So he went from. Let's just pause here. He went from 14 and 0. Having the best draft recap ever. From the closet of Kyle's birthday party? Yeah. Yeah. Whoever. (laughs) (laughs) You got me there. (laughs) Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. But what I was going to say is in one week, the script flipped. He's now in like rebuild. And I know Ricky because Ricky's a seasoned veteran when it comes to fantasy. He's he's not not, panic. No. Right. Not panic. Not after week one. But he he definitely has a different view of his team. I know I do. After one week. And that's what's nuts about football. But hey, do what you got to do. He made sure he got the guy, Jeff Wilson. Yep. Next is Devin Duvernay, wide receiver for Baltimore. Went to Mr. Fingers for 13 fake bucks. You mean Mr. Confidence? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a good pickup. Uh, Duvernay was involved, but you know he had one big play that kind of swayed his statistical output. <laughs> but he he was involved. You know I think they're going to spread the ball around. Sterling Shepard goes to Goats and Hoes, fifty six fake butts. Now this is funny because I ripped Phil at the draft right during the draft for drafting Sterling Shepard, and then and then dropped him. Phil dropped him, <laughs> <laughs> and then has to spend fifty six bucks on him to get him back. After he has a solid week one. He dropped a third of his fake bucks, man, yeah. to pick up the guy he drafted in the 15th <laughs> round. I wonder, uh, we should go back and look who he picked up for Sterling Shepard when he dropped him. I'll keep going. You look it up. The Giants defense went to norm statement season for 13 points. Okay. Rex Burkhead, John, 36 fake bucks. There were, no one else was in on Sexy Rexy? I guess not. I guess I'm the only one that's in the sexy Rexy. Wow. I, I could have spent one fake buck. Yeah. God yeah. damn it, guys. I know. You no could've... price check on sexy Rexy. Could have kept all that money in your pocket. <laughs> Taysom Hill, who's a running back, quarterback, playing tight end, goes to Rich for seven bucks. Kenyon Drake goes to Rich for seven bucks. I think the Kenyon Drake pickup is a waste, personally, because once JK comes back, that's going to not matter. Um,. Yeah, and then there's some other guys that got picked up for free. Cade York, who, by the way, has a freaking leg. Jalen Warren, running back for Pittsburgh. Carson Wentz. Zay Jones. I hope you're ready for this. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Got picked up by Cod Season. 
And then Jordan Mason, running back for San Francisco. Who did Phil draw, or who did Phil pick up for Sterling Shepard? Brandon McManus. <laughs> <laughs> so he just spent fifty six bucks on a kicker. That's how I read. That's how I read that. Oh man. Oh boy. Your words hurt people busy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Nichols Brothers Kicking School. I, <laughs> I like to know I have that effect on people. My voice is heard clear across the country. All right. So we're going to roll right into week two preview because what are we at time here? We're, gonna... uh, we're already over an hour. All right. Let's, let's roll. If we plow through this, we could be an hour and 15 just like last week. All right. Busy, busy's being busy, John. Hey, man, we got to do what we got to do. We got, we got things we got to squeeze into our day. Yes, sir. All right, so we're going to start. I'm just starting my scoreboard, so we're going to start my game. No favorites. Uh, no U-turns versus Houston happy endings. Uh, projections, again, I'm not really looking at projections. Um, you know, as far as game, game flow goes, that Chargers-Chiefs game is going to be a banger tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, Do you think tomorrow begins the day that you start being sad about CEH? No, 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 no. I mean, uh, CEH is CEH, bro. He's not even my number two back. He just slotted there. I, I could sit him at any point. I There's no affinity to CEH. I'm happy he got two touchdowns. I'm not happy about his overall volume, but they were up big. So, not, not at all. Like I, I got Pacheco if you need Thank you. If I get ten points out of Ceh, I'm I'm more than happy. I, I get, I'm like, I get there's that. no Jacoby Myers. Yeah, it, that's it. Just he just happens to be the running back two slot, but AJ Dillon is my running back two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so just looking at some of these matchups, you got Baltimore versus Miami. Lamar playing home against Miami. As we said, Ceh plays tomorrow night. Najee in New England. If Najee plays. Uh, Devonte Adams. Let me just tell you, his 17 targets from Week One, home against Arizona. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I've got some good matchups here. I do. I, Cole Komet's not going to score zero again. He does have George Kittle coming off the bench. Hopefully, he can play. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know what to think because I'm looking at his roster. This really doesn't scare me. Is that overconfidence, or is that oh, are you seeing the same thing? I mean, maybe a little. If Godwin plays, obviously that's a little bit of a juice into his lineup, you know. Absolutely. But, I mean, yeah. But it, but then it might hurt Julio. I don't know. It, they, I think Julio looked pretty good, dude. No, he looked great. What I'm saying is, if Godwin plays, does that benefit Julio? I think it does. It, okay. Okay. You know, the more the more of them that there are, the better I feel like it is for everyone. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. I mean, he's got Brandon Cooks, Hunter Renfro down here. Renfro didn't do shit last week. He could, you know, blow up. But, I mean, he's starting Garrett Wilson right now. That could certainly change. His running backs are Patterson and Montgomery. I'm going to go 2-0. Let's move on. Damn. Bro, my team's now good. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not trying to be cocky. I have a good fucking team. I mean... I'll Sorry, I got you. I'm, I'm just spitting truth, man. I'm in a good place mentally. I'm back in Denver. I got a good fucking team. All right, what's next? You. 
Me. Your game's next. Woo-hoo. Loser Bowl Legend versus Birthday Cupcake. Now, this is an important matchup, similar to mine, where it's a 1-0 team versus an 0-1 team. How are you feeling going into this week, John? I'm very scared because Ricky's projected to beat my ass. Well, again, projections. I'm not scared at all. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I guess it really comes down to how his studs perform. You have to assume they're going to do well. He's going to need something positive out of Damian Pierce and Alvin Kamara, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously he's going to need Cup and Allen to be Cup and Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... So. Yeah, I, yeah. again, his studs need to perform in order for him to compete each week. I mean, he's got Wilson against Seattle, and then Devonta Smith, who had zero points week one going up against Minnesota. You know, that game could certainly become a shootout. Maybe he'll, he should score more than zero. My goodness, he's a good player on a great offense. You know, and then looking at your team, yeah, I mean, you've got some studs. I, you know, stuck in the wide receiver spot. Chase Edmonds, he didn't do a lot week one they, they didn't give the ball to their running backs a lot him nor Mostert did anything um i think that was more the way they were calling the plays yo are there two games on monday night this week yeah and they overlap you like can't watch them one after another i pff, fucking earth to biz i just figured that out. i just found this out i thought buffalo tennessee was the monday night game and then i'm like wait philly's playing minnesota on monday night How's that? Two what? Monday nighters. Wow, now I'm so confused. And I don't even smoke weed anymore. I'm just so confused. <laughs> yeah, you did catch a little contact, though. Perhaps. I did early on. Oof. Yeah, early on. John Sorry smoked me out here. Um, this this looks like a close game because, again, you need a repeat performance. Trey Lance, you know, he should have a better week. But hmm, this is a tough one for me as a third party. I, I give you a slight edge. I think your team's thicker. You, you know, you certainly have the studs to match his studs. And I think your team's deeper. So I'll give you a slight edge. Yeah. Because the Damian Pierce in Houston is just mind-boggling. What the fuck is going on there? How do you feel? You confident? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 2-0? and 2-0. All right, buddy. Let's do this. Lock it. Bang it out. 2-0. and All right. God did, Patrick did, 1-0 versus Mr. Fingers, 0-1. Is Nick going to fall to 0-2? Mr. Confidence is definitely falling to 0-2. I agree. I agree. Because Carolina's playing the Giants. I mean, Robert Woods, he was barely targeted in that game. He sucks. I mean, Nick... Nick, Nick's you should problem be, is his wide receiving core. You should be trash. You should be ashamed that we're going into week two, and this is your starting wide receivers. Robert Woods, Palmer, and Dodson. His number one got hurt, so give him that. Keenan Allen. He just traded a defense for another running back after he picked up Hilliard right before week one. I don't know, man. Uh, Nick, I will trade you both of those DJs. And as of for running as of this recording, Robbie Anderson is still on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Now the saving grace, the saving grace here, is that Nick's got a couple closers on Monday night, and Carl or excuse me, and RJ does not. Okay. So if that means anything, I, I don't mean- know. If it's a closed game, it might mean something, but we'll see how that turns out. 
And interestingly enough, both quarterbacks going head-to-head tomorrow night. That's going to be a great way to start this mm-hmm. matchup. Absolutely. I give I give edge, moderate edge, not slight, moderate edge, RJ. Here, RJ goes 2-0. What do you think? I, I think that's pretty accurate. RJ's projected to outscore. I know projection. Yeah. He's projected to outscore him without a kicker in the lineup. So, yeah, yeah. I I believe you're kickers right. moderate. Yeah. I I think RJ's gonna be two and zero. RJ's got a good team. Yep. All right. Next, we've got statement season versus crypto Godzillionaires. I I don't know who made the damn schedule, but it's every team is one and zero versus zero and one so far. I don't know who the fuck did that. Maybe I had some foresight. I don't Woo. know. Yeah. So Carl. Carl needs Carl needs to beat Norm even off his record at one and one. Um, looking at this, okay. Carl's got Thielen as a closer Monday night, and which should be a shootout against Philly. On the flip side, Norm's got Miles Sanders on Monday night. That's it. So it's really Miles Sanders versus Thielen as the closers. This game, I mean, Carl's got to come out. This one's tough to read. Because, you know, there's guys on Carl's team that didn't play well week one, and there's guys on Norm's team that played out their ass yeah. week one. So I actually give this edge Carl. Same, same. I I don't foresee. I, I think by the time that the, by the time it rolls around, he's going to put Kirk Cousins in, which is the right decision, and I think that he's going to walk away. Okay, I didn't look that far. That's not that's not a bad read on it. Also. I love Saquon, but he's not going to put up 30-plus points every week. I mean, come on. And right. that guy carried Norm's team last week. So Norm's got a couple freaks. Plus, like I said, Kyle Pitts didn't turn out. I don't know. Is Rondell Moore even practicing? They said that hamstring could be a couple more weeks. He's right now in, in Norm's flex. Yeah, I, I give this a slight edge, Carl. Slight edge, Carl. All right, we're going to skip over that one. We're going to go to Cod season versus gay is my strength. Another one and zero versus zero and one. I think every matchup this week is one and zero versus zero and one. How so we could hypothetically end this week with everybody at one and one and everybody hating their team. A little not hating team, but yeah, <laughs> everybody could be one and one. That would be nuts if the entire league is one and one. That would be nuts. Not gonna happen. No, it won't. Because I'm looking at this. I, I think Jeff's gonna beat. Ryan. Sorry, Ryan. I know Ryan usually starts hot and all that fun stuff, but I, I just... Looking for a little bounce back this week? Yeah, I, I think, you know, McKeever's got the guys playing late. He's got Stefan Diggs. He's got Cook Monday night. Singletary Monday night. Let's see. You know, then the Green Bay-Chicago game is Sunday night. So, yeah... I, I just see Cincinnati absolutely pummeling Dallas this week and, and doing it in a way where they, you know, they make a statement. So he's got Joe Burrow and Mixon, yep. that, which is huge. Now, T. Higgins is on Ryan's team. Right now he's, he's going through concussion protocols, so we're not sure if he's going to play. Yeah, but if you look down Ryan's bench, he also has Tyler Boyd. Yep. So yep. if Higgins doesn't play, he can just insert next one there. Great point. Great point. You can just slide him right into the two spot. Yep. For sure. But 
slight edge, Jeff, okay. in this matchup. Any thoughts? Now I'm with you on that. Slight edge, Jeff. Okay. Now the last one we have is the game of the week. Yay! Simple Dave's Buck Futters. Good job. Thank you. Good job. Versus Goats and Hoes. We already know it's an 0-1 versus a 1-0. and um, Dave's team did not impress week one. And Phil had a pretty solid week. So just looking at this real quick, big, big closer in Jalen Hurts playing Monday night. Yep. But Derrick Henry's playing Monday night, but Derrick Henry's playing against Buffalo. That's a tough, tough matchup. Dude, the number one seed in the AFC West is going to be 0-2 after two games. Buffalo's going to beat him on Monday night. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's my prediction. And Gabe Davis is on goats and hoes. So Flipper, Flipper's got some, yeah. I mean, Tyler Bass and Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks had a good game. Yeah. 55 yards receiving. Potential like that. with that kid. Mm-hmm, for sure. I think their two rookies are better fantasy options than Robert Woods. You know, the kid Phillips, Kyle Phillips, I just picked up. Sure. And Traylon Burks. Shit. I'm thinking about starting Phillips this week. One, it's a Monday night game. And two, they're playing Buffalo, so I have a feeling they're going to be behind. Um, so looking at this, I don't know what your feelings. I think Phil's got this one in the bag. I mean, I'd love to call Phil as the winner of this, but he is a bitch. <laughs> so you can't I'm really do it. Stuck at an impasse here. You can't do it, huh? No, uh, I, I mean, I'm sorry, Dave. I love you, but you got a lot of work to do before you're competing this year. Um, He's got Eckler going early, you know, tomorrow night. How is Dave going to feel watching this game with this matchup? Because you know Dave's a big Bronco fan, and it's going to be him against Russell Wilson and Cortland Sutton. Yeah, and the Broncos need this game. Need this game to save the city of Denver oh. from turning on them. And they're playing Houston, which everyone is thought. Is that why it's so cloudy right now? I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah. It hasn't been sunny since the game ended. No, you're right. You're right. Anyways, I oh, think shit. Dave, you got an uphill battle, even though you got Hurts going on on Monday night. That's yeah. got to be tough. You you made a great point. You're going up against Russell Wilson and Sutton in a must win game, home opener against Houston. Wowzers! Like, how does he not sit there and like want Russell Wilson to smash, but like not too hard, sir? <laughs> Just use one finger, not two. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done this before. <laughs> we all know that ain't true. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Stop. So, on that note, gentlemen, good luck in week two. John, always a pleasure. Busy. It's been, it's been fun as always. <laughs> I, I hope we ruffled a feather or two. I, I think you did, certainly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You'll get a Let's couple go. phone calls once people hear this shit. Is Ricky going to challenge me to a bet this week, too? Ooh. Throw it out there. Hey, Ricky, are you challenging me to a bet this week, too? <laughs> no answer. What a bitch. Not- <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, no answer yet. You'll get an answer. Oh, I know I will. I know I will. Hey, Rick, honest, good luck, man. Um, everybody else out there, fuck off. Good luck. Yeah. Pick your poison, and we'll see you next week. Over and out. Boom.